Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99 at participating U.S. restaurants. Price may vary. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, WWE Hall of Famer, TNA Hall of Famer, and one of the greatest tag team wrestlers of all time, Bully Ray and I talk about the art of the finish, or the lack thereof, in 2021. Also, believe it or not, Enzo calls in about my bare feet. All that right now. I just retweeted it on my social media account at David LaGreca one, and you brought it to my attention just before we hit the air. And it was a clip that Arn Anderson tweeted out, I believe yesterday. And I believe it's a topic on his podcast, the Arn show. And it's a tag team match. It's Ron Garvin and dusty Rhodes against Ric Flair and Arn Anderson. And it ends with Ronnie Garvin knocking Ric Flair out cold. You know, Ronnie Garvin, the man's with the hands of stone. And uh, Dusty getting the pin. And the place erupts as if it was in their home stadium and their team just won the Super Bowl. Like, the reaction from a tag match where there's not, you know, tag team titles on the line. There's nobody that's a surprise you know, there's not a shocking return. This is just a tag match between the American D- Dream, Dusty Rhodes, and Ronnie Garvin. Ronnie Garvin, who I feel bully in the history of pro wrestling, is one of the more underappreciated wrestlers of all time. You want to talk about somebody who wasn't treated, I believe, fairly by the WWE. That would be Ronnie Garvin against Arn Anderson and Ric Flair. But it's not even so much the match. It's not even so much... What causes the victory for Dusty Rhodes and Ronnie Garvin? It's the reaction from the crowd. It's unbelievable. I I stress everybody to go to at David LaGreca one on Twitter and just watch this clip. It's really quick. And just watch the reaction from the crowd. And it kind of goes back to the discussion, Bully, that we were having on the show yesterday about controlling the crowd. When it's pure emotion... And Bully, I believe that when pro wrestling is at its best, it's pure emotion. You can't control a crowd when they're that emotionally invested in a match. 
And a perfect case is that clip that I retweeted from Arn Anderson. What a coincidence. I retweeted it also. Okay. I said, every, I said about the video, I said everything about this is perfection. And you talked about the tag match, Ronnie Garvin with the one punch, the pop. I'll even go a, a step further. Watch the reaction of Dusty and Ronnie Garvin after the match is over. And they have, uh, who do they have with them at ringside? They had um, uh, Baby Doll. Ba- Baby Doll. Baby Doll. Baby Doll at, at, uh, at ringside. Watch their reaction. You talked about the crowd popping like their team just won the Super Bowl. Dusty and Ronnie Garvin are celebrating like they just won the Super Bowl. They are so happy. They're so ecstatic. They're, they're going crazy. Thus, it meant something to them. And if it means that much to them, it's going to mean that much to the audience. It was, you tweeted out goosebumps. And it's so true because when you watch that, that is what pro wrestling is supposed to look like. I don't care if it's 100 years ago. I don't care if it's 2021. That is what it's supposed to look like and feel like when done correctly. I'm not saying that it had to, you know, oh, it was a punch and not a super kick and this and that. It's because the characters are defined and have depth and because the story was there. Garvin and Dusty were loved. Arn and Flair were hated. Yep. When you when you have that degrees of love and hate, when you have the story, when you have some consequences and you have that kind of outcome, that's the reaction you get. That's the kind of reaction everybody should strive for at all times in any match that they have. You can't even hear David Crockett do the play-by-play because that crowd is so loud. And you're right. You get the huge pop when Ronnie Garvin punches Flair. And then you get it to another degree when Dusty gets the one, two, three. And it's deafening how loud that pop is. It's something that's almost become a lost art in the world of pro wrestling right now. And if we do isolate what the finish was and the finishing move was, it was a punch. It wasn't a diamond cutter, a Canadian destroyer, a 450 acai moonsault with a twist on top. It was a punch. Well, well, bully, you know, wrestling is different in 2021. You're being too, uh, you're, you're, you're being too old school about it. Nope. If you can get something over, it doesn't matter how simple it is. You get it over. I, I bet you a guy like um, Lance Archer could bring the heart punch back and make it mean something. You just keep doing it over and over and over again. And each guy that takes the heart punch sells the heart punch like their heart just exploded from the heart punch. That's how you make something mean something. Um, that's how you make a move mean something. And that's that's what Ronnie Garvin was able to do. Nobody got up from a right, right-handed right fist from Ronnie Garvin. When he hits you with that fist, it was lights out. And, you know, and there's the nature boy, Ric Flair, that is knocked out cold from a right-handed punch of Ronnie Garvin. There's no kicking out at one. There's no kick. There's no false finishes or anything when it comes, you know, to that finisher. And we've talked about it too, Bully. There isn't a lot of finishers in pro wrestling anymore because it seems like in a lot of matches, it's just a way to get a little drama because you're going to get a false finish at some point during that match. 
if you can get up and and kick out from a Canadian destroyer and you can kick out after getting thrown through a table and then a, and then pile driven in the middle of the ring and if somebody does a moonsault and lands square on your chest and you kick out at one then probably chances are you're going to kick out if somebody hits you with a right hand we've gotten so far in one direction I mean, bully Randy Savage, that elbow off the ropes, lights out, man. Nobody kicked out of that. That was it. That was the end of the match. Because you know what? If somebody's jumping off the top rope and they're hitting you with their elbow on your head, you're not getting up. You're out. You're done. And we've gotten so far away from that that I think, the, the art of the finisher is a thing of the past, Bully. You are definitely preaching to the choir when it comes to the art of the finisher and the protection of your finish. Because I protected our finish until our very last day. Came, invented it in 1997, and the, after inventing it, said, nobody kicks out of this ever. And that's how it's going to become... Um, respected and legitimate. It, it was, we protected our finish so much that when we offered up to The Undertaker, Dave, remember that first Great American Bash? Yeah, unfortunately you do because it was an awful, awful main event. <laughs> the Dudleys and The Undertaker, this is the one where they buried uh, Paul Barra in, when yes. Undertaker buried Paul Barra in concrete. Well, it was just, it, it was just, it was what it was. But we even offered Undertaker the opportunity to kick out of it. And he said, absolutely not. You guys have protected it so, so well, so long. That, and that was, that was a huge, like, that was a big deal for me and Devon to have the Undertaker say, no, you protected it way too much. Don't want to ruin it. But yes, you're right. Finishers being protected. Too many guys kicking out of too many finishers for not the right reasons. Just for the just for what, Dave? Just for the pop. Just for the pop. And and honestly, if I was to come on this air and say who has the greatest finisher right now in pro wrestling, to me, it's Kenny Omega with the one winged angel. Because no, I think only I think Abushi is the only person that's ever kicked out of the one winged angel. I mean, I can't think of any other finishers bully in pro wrestling right now that hasn't been kicked out of that hasn't been used in a big match for a false finish, like. Kenny Omega has done an amazing job of protecting that one-winged angel. Abushi is the only one, and that brought Abushi to a completely different level because he was able to kick out of the one-winged angel. I, I really can't. Back in the day, and I hate I hate saying that term back in the day because it makes me sound like such an old fucking man. But you know, like when I started watching pro wrestling, there was dozens of finishers that were never kicked out of. There was dozens of finishers that when you saw it, you knew it was the end of the match. And and listen, I'm sure the nation's going to call in and, and tweet us about other wrestlers that may have been able to protect their finishers. But the only person I can think of right now is Kenny Omega and the One-Winged Angel. And that's very smart by Kenny. Yeah. I don't know the history of the One-Winged Angel. I'm assuming Kenny invented the move. Or if he didn't invent it, wherever he got it from, he made it famous. But Kenny is smart to protect his finish. <clears throat> so, 
the only time somebody should kick out of your finishing move is when it makes absolute sense. And normally, dollars make sense. It should be for money reasons. It should be for the reasons of getting somebody over to the next level so they can draw more money. Kicking out of a finish should be a big deal. But this, the wrestling industry, I, I believe, is when it comes to moves getting very, very farther and farther away from what moves were originally designed to be, which is credible. Yeah. I mean, Randy keeps the credibility on the RKO. I mean, yeah, every once in a while it gets kicked out of, but he does a pretty good job of keeping credibility on it. it. If we just take finishing moves and keep kicking out of them, they become watered down. They mean nothing. Thus, what does anything mean anymore? We become desensitized. And I believe as a society, we've become desensitized to so much. Now it's bleeding over into the wrestling world. I mean, let's take some of the things that go on in, in, in GCW. As entertaining as GCW is, how many more light tubes can they use? Yeah, it it kind of reminds me of like the latter part of ECW. ECW always had great feuds and great storytelling, but then it got all right. They you like because everybody kind of thinks back at ECW is like, oh my god, everything was tables and chairs and barbed wire. That was completely not the case. I thought ECW for years did an amazing job of protecting that 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 was only used in certain circumstances. But then that's almost like it, what it became famous for. And then towards the end, and again, emphasis on towards the end, it's like it became the only thing. You have to be very, very careful of that because, Bully, once you overuse it, you can't go back. Once the toothpaste is added added a dispenser, that's you can't get it back in again. And once you go down that road and you go down that road far as you possibly can, then nothing is really going to mean as much as it did at the start. I remember one time, Dave, you just mentioned ECW and, and overusing a, a table or a chair or something like that. Um, the, the match was me versus Devon. This was earlier on, early on in our career. And I think we broke three tables in one match. And I remember coming back and, and, and Funk pulling me on the side. And, you know, Bubba, you know, uh, why did you break three tables in one match? And I, you know, I, I, I forget the answer that I gave him. And I said, I, I, Terry, I'm just trying to have a great match or, you know, impress the people or whatever I said. He goes, that's fine. He goes, but how much more mileage would you have gotten out of it if you would have just broke one table? And I was like, wow. And I learned a huge lesson that day about less is more. And if you take any particular moment in time, whether it's a super kick, a table bump, or a side headlock takeover, if you do it once and you put it in the right spot, it's going to mean that much more. One of the things that I was teaching last night at the Team 3D Academy is, once you do something twice, the second time around, the pop dies. I don't care if it's a stone cold stunner. I don't care if it's a rock bottom. I don't care if it's choke slam. I don't care if it's a big boot leg drop, one, two, three. If once you do something twice, Mm -hmm. it loses... the the strength of the original pop because they've already seen it one time so why not just pick the perfect place to do it in the match and only do it once 
I when I get to indie shows, sometimes I do very few indie shows, Dave. But when I do, these promoters will come up to me and be like, "Hey, Bubba, we got you five tables," and I'll be like, "I, I only need one." And they're like, are you serious? I'm like, yep, just one. And I'll pick the right spot in the match to use that one table, and it'll get the desired reaction, and it'll mean the most. It, it makes, but Bully, it makes complete, I mean, as a fan of yours, like as, as, a, as a fan of the Dudley boys, you know, the, the Dudley death drop, you know, t, you know 3D, like, I, I, I when? When when was that kicked out of? Like in, in TNA, I think once. Right? Saban, Chris, right? Chris Saban. Saban. Chris and, Saban. And, and we did it because because that was the story of me and Devon's breakup. Me and Devon knew we had to go set our separate ways. There was nothing left to do. And this story is not about me. It's about a, it's about a finish and what a finish can do if you treat it the right way. So me and Devon knew we had to go our separate ways, and we were going to have, we were going to retire. And that was going to be it. And it, if we didn't win a certain match, we were going to retire. And we hit Chris, C- Chris Saban, part of the Motor City Machine Guns with the 3D. Devon covered Saban, one, two, Saban kicked out. Wow, we had never seen that before. So now, next show, we're in front, we're going to retire, we're going to retire, we're going to retire. Me and Devon hug, I blast him in the back of the head. And then, why, Bully, why? Why did you do that? I did that because Devon was weak. Devon allowed Chris Saban to kick out of the 3D. Devon, you were always the weak link in the team, yada, yada, yada. So we used the kicking out of our finish that had been protected for 15 years as the springboard to our story of our feud, which then led to our own singles career, you know, post-Team 3D. Yeah, and, and maybe my timeline is off, but what, right after that, too, TNA pushed Saban as a singles wrestler, and he became champ. He was the champ soon he, after He beat that. me. He beat yeah. me. So, like, it all kind of went full circle. And that how meaningful is that? It was the breakup of a historic tag team that continued a storyline, and then the guy who kicked out went on a big singles push and became the champion who beat you to win that championship. There it makes sense. All because of a finish. Yes, all because of the importance of the finish and the shock that somebody actually kicked out of that finish. It's a great discussion. I want to continue this discussion. I want to get the nation involved as well. 877-344-4893, 877-FIGHT93. I want to hear about finishers. Have we lost the art of the finish? You know, are there wrestlers now where, hey, LaGreca, wake up. It's not just Kenny Omega. Here's some other examples as well where that finish is still, you know, something that is protected. Hi, everyone. This is Heisman Trophy winner and NFL quarterback Doug Flutie. I'm excited to tell you that my podcast, the Flutie Flakes cast, is back for the entire football season. I may have played like 21 years of professional football in three different leagues, but I'm still just a big kid and I absolutely love this game. Every week, we'll talk about the topics I care about and bring on super fun guests. So please subscribe today, wherever you stream your podcast or listen on the SXM app. Include it with most subscriptions. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. 
Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash busted open. That's mintmobile.com slash busted open. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash busted open. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors, no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to Factormeals.com slash Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com slash Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. This is what bothers me, is that these people, the nation of the show that I invented, okay, Not some executive in a back room someplace that came up with the idea. No, I had to go on my knees in Steve Cohen's office. I had to fall on my knees and say, please, sir, give me the opportunity. I had to swallow my pride and dignity to get a one-hour show once a week, okay? Fall on my fucking knees. Humble myself to get this show on the air. And then it grew. And it grew. And I had to like, you know, I had to work 18 hour days on top of doing this show for no pay in order to watch this show grow. And then now it's a big hit. Now everybody's got their hand in the pot. Oh boy. The leeches have come out full force. Oh my God. Let me be a part of Busted Open. Oh, I'm a reason for its success. Hey, everybody wants to be a part of the success that's Busted Open. Now I get the. Why are you sitting back in your chair with your legs spread? Because I'm not have my legs spread. I have my feet up. Okay, keep going. So, what, Gabby? What's the problem, Gabby? What's the issue? Where are your shoes? I don't. Why would I wear shoes? I have my socks on. Bring your shoes and your glasses so you have them. Be a civil human being. Have some respect. This is busted open. Men should never show their feet. Put some shoes on. This is the man who complains. By the way, bully, the man who complains, oh, you know, if I go to the supermarket and you're in pajama pants and slippers, that's unacceptable. You show up to work 
No shoes. Just shoeless. I work shoeless. from home. Please. That's just You're a, a shoeless bed. stooge. Oh, my God. Oh he's my taking... God. <laughs> he took the sock off. You have disgusting feet. That's right. That's right. I invented this show. I'm going to do it barefoot. What do you think about? How do you think about that? I'll do the oh show my barefoot God. if I. Oh, great. That's the hotline's ringing. That's the end. The hotline's ringing. Hotline's oh, ringing. my now God. Now I'm in trouble. Now I'm in trouble. Take Why the are you barefoot? Why? He, because if I want to do the show, show barefooted, I'll do the he show the barefooted. Shoe. He said the shoe. If he wants to do the shoe. Why just, are you putting your naked, gnarled up. Whiter than white feet up against the camera for all of us to see. You know what? I hope Mike. First of all, I have a tan line from. I I have a tan line because of because of what I wear flip flops. I'm a flip flop guy. So I have a men should never wear flip flops. Love ever. Men should never wear flip flops. If you go to the beach, it's one thing. And and I hope Mike, the video guy, got that. Your white, disgusting feet for the whole world to see later on. Can I get back to? Harry, Harry toes you put in my face. That's the respect you have as me as a female on this show. I wow. took my socks off. Just so you know, who who told you to do that? And you can't I, find your I socks said, now, can you? You've I just said, been looking for your sock for five minutes. Am I right or I am I wrong? You I lost got it, it right now. I put it back Sweaty on. Sweaty sock. That that office, disgusting. The poor Violetta oh has to deal with it. Yes, I agree. It's I agree. Shame. Poor Violetta. It's a shame. Yeah, nobody cared that Thunder Rosa stuck her dirty, sweaty sock in my mouth for 30 minutes. You liked it. I did not like it. It was disgusting. You loved it. You even Dad. called me on and the side. You're like, oh, off, yeah. Whatever. You yeah. make stories up just for the sake no, of I making don't. up stories. Now, here's the problem. Here's the problem. Let me finish the point that I'm trying to make, okay? And the fact is... About the whole spoilers thing. It's a mantra that Doug and I created when we started. You know started what? This. I don't even Let want to listen to you anymore. Let I'm me... leaving. Goodbye. So wow. anyway, so so I'll talk to you, Gabby. I'm leaving. Next... I'm gonna leave too. I think. I'm. I'm. Right. I feel sick. I started the mantra about no spoilers. Okay. Now I do this show for the nation. The fact that Bully refused to do his job. And didn't watch NXT. Two. Now we got to completely change the show. We got to completely change the show now because he didn't do his job. And you know what the problem is? The nation's gonna back him up. I'm already looking on Twitter. They're saying I'm spoil. I'm doing. There's no spoilers. The show aired last night. There's no spoilers here. You have ruined it for me. You, Dave Lagreca, have ruined it for me, Bully Ray. I don't know what was worse, the spoilers or your feet. Here's when it's okay for men to wear flip-flops and sandals. First, if you're an MMA fighter. Second, if you're going to the beach. Third, if you're in bed. That's it. Spartacus had sandals on. Moses. The Moses wore sandals. No, that was that those would if that was the footwear of the time. You don't have to show your toes. And in your case, hairy toes. And in your case, white hairy toes. And in your case, white hairy unmanicured toes. 
white, hairy, unmanicured, with yellow nail fungus toes. No, that's untrue. See, now you're lying. See, I should sue you. Put your put your feet back up to the camera. Put your feet back uh, up to the camera. No, because I don't want I to. Triple I triple dog no, dare you. I have. I, I take care of my feet. No, you don't. I take don't. care and, of my and feet. And it, listen, I have and no if bunion. anybody's taking care of your feet, it's Violetta. I don't have a bunion on my feet. Bunion. Bunion. I think I saw. I think I saw a bunion. There's yeah, no bunion on there. my feet. Dad, let's see your feet again. Don't Show tell me what to do. You don't tell me what to do. Punk ass. Yeah, I should sue you for defamation of character for telling me that I got I ugly am... feet. I got beautiful feet, pal. <laughs> Let put them back up against the camera for the world to see. No, I'm not going to do it because you're telling me to do it. And you know what, Enzo? Fuck you too. If I want to <laughs> show my feet, I'll show my feet. <laughs> How about your football team wins a game? I dare you to pick up the hotline right now. I'll pick up. Who's on the hotline? I'll pick up the hotline. Who's there? I have no idea. I dare you to pick up the hotline. Hello? LaGreca, you piece of shit. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now, LaGreca, you got a face like a foot, all right, and a nose like a bunion, you ugly son of a bitch. All right? I don't know who you're talking about, fucking... You know, talking big, tough shit like you're fucking going to fight somebody. LaGreca, this is Enzo, okay? All right, the only time you had a fight in spirit was when you were drinking a Modelo. <laughs> Fuck out of here. All right? You know? I'm you surprised, you're, I'm surprised you're able to call in because I always use the slogan, if you can count, you can call. I'm surprised you're able to call in today. I just got done taking a media shower. I'm a fucking star. You're lucky I made time for your ass, all right? I hear you talking shit and mentioning my name. Don't let my name come out of your mouth, all right? I know it probably tastes great, probably better than anything that came out of your mouth, you fucking halitosis-breathing, fucking mouth-breathing son of a bitch, all right? Part of me, star coming through, and I'm the fresh prince of hell air, okay? And I just rolled out of bed to shit on you real quick, okay? You know I what I mean? What the fuck are we talking about here, LeGrec? I come on the radio, hear you talking shit. You've been showing your feet, all right? You show your feet, you show your ass. Everybody knows nobody wants to see no, your ass, okay? I disagree. First of all, why are you cursing at me? I'm nothing but respectful to you. You told him to F off. I did. I was I, I was out of anger. I was angry, Enzo. I never talk bad to know, you know how much money you got to pay. What are you talking, talking about? about? You just somebody. tweeted about my feet. You're supposed to have my I, I back quoted, as a Jersey guy. I, no, no, no. I quoted Bully. I tweeted at you, and I put in quotations, Bully said, men should never show their feet. And I, quite frankly, popped huge. I'm driving in my car right now to work, and I and I hear that, and I, and I die laughing. Now you come around, you got a nerve, okay? And quite frankly, that nerve is dead, dude. That tooth in your mouth is dead, okay? You know, six feet distance is something we should have practiced long before COVID with a guy like you. There's a reason why you're on a radio breathing into a microphone, not breathing into somebody else's face. You know what I mean? You got a, a guy like me got a listen. A guy like me got a face for radio. Uh, yeah, kiss my ass, boy. Wait, wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. All due respect. You know I respect you. You know I love you. But you know, a few weeks ago, you know, I was out in Philly doing a meet. Do you see my line? People want to meet me, take pictures with me, and get my autograph. A line out the door in Philly, South Philly. That's because they never get to see your face for due reason. And then when they do see your face, I'm surprised half of them didn't turn around. Quite frankly, I told you that day how it is. And I got the sauce. That's why I keep saying quite frankly, all right? You know, wait a minute, wait a minute. And I wore flip-flops. And I wore flip-flops. Time out. Time out. You said you were at Philly 
You're doing an autograph session. Your line was out the door. Who was standing next to you in Philly? My beautiful daughter, oh, Abigail. Like oh, no, no, no. Well, who was standing on the other side of you for you this were, line you had out the door? You were bullied. It, it was okay, all thank the you very much. Busted open team, all right? It was the busted open team busting it wide open. I'll give you guys credit where credit's due, but don't give the Amore Credit Bureau a hard time here, pal, because you saw my line and shit got real over there. Bunch of people walking around in tie-dye certified G-hoodies. You know what I'm saying? Out here, hand-to-hand combat. Nobody else is taking any dollars off my name, all right? You guys can do your little group read, all right? Everybody's coming to see Enzo by himself. You know, I'm a real one, one and only. And I told you that day in Philly, you know what I mean? You know, I'm, 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 I've been making my rounds, doing my damn thing. And thank you for uh, opening up the can of worms and letting me cut a promo on you, LaGreca. Because, you know, I told you I got, a, I got a face for Hollywood, a voice for radio, and a body of work on me, dog. I'm blessed. Okay, you look at what I've done in this life. You could sit there and talk about what I've done for a living. Okay, that's what you do, LaCrecca. I actually have, honestly. Don't ever mince what you do and what I do. You start talking smack, you got fighting words coming out of your mouth. You're going to see me. I know where you live, LaCrecca. You think Thunder Rosa did you dirty. I'll be in your house eating fucking ravioli with your wife waiting for you to come home from work. Easy, that's my wife you're talking about. Thanks for listening. Catch us Monday through Saturday on Busted Open from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM. Fight Nation, Channel 156. The Busted Open Podcast. Sirius XM Podcasts. This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun, and that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.